All right, what is going on, everybody? Welcome back to another week of Saber Sims DFS Office Hours. It is Monday, April 10th of 2023 here, our first show of the week. We do this show Monday through Friday, 2 p.m. Eastern. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew, one of the coaches over here at Saber Sim. It's a show where we go over how to use the Saber Sim app, answer any and all DFS-related questions that come in live in the YouTube chat or in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord, there's a link in the description below to get joined up. Highly recommend it. As always, a lot of good DFS conversation happening over there each and every day. Uh, looking ahead to what we got going for us on today. Slate, I know that MLB, the um, NBA regular season has officially come to a close here. Going to get the app pulled up here and see what else we got going on. Uh, looks like we got an eight-game MLB slate, and we also have a, what is this, 10-game hockey slate today. And then I know that there is a uh, two-game NBA play-in slate for tomorrow with, with some pretty big prizes here. So, so still some classic NBA going on. We'll get into some showdown NBA as, you know, the weeks move on here. But I'm just going to jump right into some questions that came in over the weekend in the Discord. Uh, if anybody has any questions, now is a great time to get them in as always. Uh, quick note here from Mike Carr. Mike said, appreciate the streams. Had a solid week and took first in both the Saturday early solo shot and the stolen base on Sunday on owner's box. Tonight's slate is very interesting. Mike, congrats, man. Happy to hear you are having success um, you know, Mike did mention talk uh, that he's playing over on owner's box. Just going to plug that for a second here. If you guys are not aware, we have partnered with owner's box. They are a smaller uh, DFS site. Uh, we were working directly with them and um, you know, that, that allows us to have input as to like contest sizing and, and different things like that. Um, you know, so it's, it's been a, it's been a great relationship thus far uh, looking to continue to grow that. Uh, we are offering promotions related to that. So if you use promo code Saber or SaberSim when you sign up to Owner's Box, we will track your entry fees and you can win free months of SaberSim uh, Pro, Standard Pro or our prop plan at different um, entry limits. And then these are ongoing and then they will reset. So if you get up to 3,500 entries and over the next three months, we'll reach out to you. And then if you take that offer, then it will reset and then we will start tracking you once again, and then they also have a $500 deposit bonus. So take advantage of the overlay and the smaller, um, you know, not so popular contests, a little softer overall over on owner's box. I've noticed that they've had a ton of overlay and have been taking advantage of that. But jumping over to the office hours channel in Discord for our first question of the day here came in a quick one here from Kevlar. Kevlar said, Will Saberson Pro be offered to uh, RPS members at some point? So RPS is just run pure sports. Uh, so I I want to say the answer is yes. Uh, there needs to be some work done to uh, integrate that and, and get all of that set up. I don't think it's been a super high priority on our plate or, or their plate, but it is something that we know that the people are asking for. So we do want to ultimately offer. But right now, Saberson Pro is only offered... Uh, directly through Saberson. Okay. Uh, next question here from T-Bergs. And T-Bergs said, 
Hi, Andrew. Do you think running a build with default correlation and a sim diversity 10 is a good way to get a feel for what stack types are likely to be optimal on any given MLB slate? If not, uh, can you offer any suggestions on how to tackle this, specifically looking looking at making educated decisions on allowing certain stack constructions, three twos, four twos, five twos, et cetera, and possibly removing ones I don't favor from the pre-build process, thanks. Okay, so this is interesting to me. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll tell you guys a little bit more of like, what I do and and where I kind of come from this. So let's just go over to the MLB. We're going to go to the main slate here and we're going to run a build, uh, just just a regular kind of default build and then um see what see what we're getting from there. Uh I'll do I'll do 1500 lineups just to give us a little more of a uh, sample size here, but I just did this default. We're doing a 20 max 10 to 50k entrance which are like pretty standard uh and then, you know, say we're building for like the $1 uh or I don't know if they have a one dollar twenty max in that range. Uh, we'll say like the four dollar twenty max, right? I think that should be some a contest that is like in this kind of uh, contest range here. So gonna let our fifteen hundred lineups finish and going to jump right in here. So if, if if I'm if I'm concerned about like what kind of stack types I'm seeing, uh, what what I like to do is just come over to the stack types and I like to use this pool exposure to kind of guide me here. Um, I want to, you know, make sure I'm getting to the highest pool exposed stack constructions and not getting too many stacks of these that are, you know, 0.5%, 0.1%, 1.7%, 2.7%. Like if I were to come in here and see that my five twos, which are in my pool 36% of the time are lower um, on my actual exposures then say, you know, my, my four threes, like say these are flipped, right? So like my four, three stack that's in 5% of my pool is actually in more of my 20 lineups than one of these other stack constructions. Uh, that's something that I like, I would probably be concerned about and not that I'm going to, uh, you know, just hard eliminate the four threes, but I might, you know, uh, lower some exposure to that, or maybe get a little more exposure to some of these other ones that are coming up here. So I really let this be like, a guide to me. I, I'm not somebody who's like going into the home screen and excluding stacks to start with. I kind of want to let the builder build the lineups that it wants and then, you know, see what the uh, trends are like on a contest level. Like that's kind of what your pool exposure is telling you. It's like, Hey, you know, we're, we're simming all these games out. We're building them, um, you know, we're by, by bucketing the Sims. And then we're doing that, you know, over and over for however many lineups are in your pool. Uh, these are kind of the trends. These are the things that are coming up most often. That is what I kind of use this for. So that kind of says like, hey, you know, on this slate size, on this con, on this, you know, sport uh, type, on this, um, you know, for this contest, this is generally what, what ends up being the strongest. And then, you know, Sabre score uh, 2.0 goes in and say, okay, you know, when I'm grading all these lineups, I think these are your highest EV ones. So you kind of get a little bit of both there. You know, you get these like high EV lineups up at the top, but then you also get to see what some of the trends are across all your lineups. And I think that can be a good uh, signal, a good indicator there as to what you uh, might want to play, what you might not want to play. So I am, I am using that 
as like an input. And um, I think just running a default build can can kind of help you to um, figure that out. But I, I would say that, you know, for, for stack types specifically, that is like kind of what I'm doing. Uh, if you're interested in looking at like a stack, you know, how, how good do you think different stacks are going to be? Uh, I, I would suggest doing something similar. Um, something that I've been experimenting with is when I turn correlation down a little bit, I'll usually drop it like two or three ticks here and run a build. Um, you know, what, what I'm trying to do is like, okay, you know, let's, let's not over um, adjust projections with the correlation slider. Let's instead um, make that impact a little smaller. What teams are still being stacked and still showing up in my lineups. And I'm using like that type of what I would call it, like a research build to figure out what stacks I want to play or, or what stacks are um, just, just like a stack research component here. So I'll come into the post build. Uh, I'll, I'll look at the stack pool exposure columns and then I'll look at, I'll, I'll look at it uh, by stack size here. So I think that looking at it by stack size can be important because let's say that, you know, we have 35% KC. Okay. You know, KC doesn't look bad. Let's say that, you know, it, this isn't the case, but let's say that, you know, 30% was two stacks. Let's say, okay, well, you know, we like, we like KC two stacks. We don't really like KC three stacks, four stacks, five stacks. Right. But, but here, like, this is really interesting to me, right? Uh, we have 40% Colorado in our top 20. And uh, so that's eight total lineups. Seven of those eight lineups are five stacks. So we 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 really like Colorado. I'm assuming that they are still at home here. Uh, looks like they probably are at home here versus St. Louis. Um, so that probably has something to do with it being in Colorado. But that is like a... a that is what I am looking for. I'm coming in here. Uh, excuse me. Uh, something I did not do was open up the number of lineups to the entire pool here. So I just want to make sure that I'm seeing or or when you're doing this sorting by stack pool exposure. So St. Louis is actually like really popping here, you know, over, over twice as exposed to St. Louis five stacks as any other team here. And then... Um, we don't see that big of a gap between anybody else here. So that is like pretty interesting to me overall. And then we have like huge exposure to St. Louis here. So it sounds like they are in Colorado and St. Louis is probably going to be chalky, which we could like go back to the home screen and look, uh, but it looks like they, they kind of deserve it. Like at this point in the day, they seem like a great stack, even with core or this, this has correlation at nine, but you know, if correlation is lower, it's like, okay, you know, correlation is lower. They're still popping a lot. Like that looks, that's, that's a really good indicator for me. So that's some of the research that I'm looking at when trying to figure out different stack types, different team stacks, how I kind of want to approach all of those things. And it looks like St. Louis should be really chalky. Uh, six uh, projected team run points here. And if we were to look at their batters, uh, all of these guys are like, in the 15 to 35% range here. So just going to be a big St. Louis chalk here. Okay. Uh, looks like there was a question from Studewood. I'm going to pass this one for now. Uh, I, I, I see where um, you're coming from and I, I know you posted this in some other channels, so we'll leave that one to be handled in the discord. You're going to jump to this question from Sammy here. Sammy said, Ola Andrew on MLB, if I want to prioritize certain stacks in certain orders, 
do I change their main exposure on step one or is there a better way to setting it up as I would like to have main and secondary stacks to get filled certain ways without taking into consideration the diversification part as Jordan explained before, gracias. Okay, so um, if I want to prioritize certain stacks in a certain order, do I change their min exposure on step one? So no, I would probably change their min exposure in the post build here. So like, let's say, you know, you know that you want a five stack um, in every lineup. You're, that's just what you're going to want to play. And maybe you're building 150 lineups, right? Or you're just saying that, you know, I want my five stacks to be my most exposed stats here. And uh, so something like this, right? It's like, okay, I, boom, I have my five threes, then my five twos, then my five stacks. And then um, then I go down like four stacks, uh, four threes, four fours, four twos, and then three, three twos, and then three two twos. That, that is the order that we're getting here by default. That just is kind of the way that it's working out. Uh, probably has a lot to do with the correlation slider and SaberSim knowing how to... Uh, correlate your lineups and what is important for winning baseball contests. I think that's a great thing to see right off the bat that you're getting, you know, uh, big stacks and then smaller stacks in a descending order here. But I, I think that, you know, the builder is going to do a great job of handling this by itself automatically. And then if you want to tweak it further, what I would do is handle that all here in the post build. It shouldn't be too hard. Maybe you're like, you know what? My five twos are more, I have more pool exposure then my five threes, maybe I want to play those at a little bit of a higher rate. So I'm going to jump that to 40. And then now my five twos and my five threes have swapped as far as my most exposed uh, stack type there. So I would just handle that all in the post bill. I think you can handle it. Let's say for some reason you, you don't want these five stacks to be your highest exposed stacks. Uh, two things. One, you know, you're not going to have that many pool lineups with lower stacks. So what I would suggest is going back to the home screen, lowering your correlation slider, rerunning a build, and then uh, checking to see how, how many of each type that you are looking for are showing up in your pool and then adjust the correlation slider accordingly. But I would highly recommend leaving it where it is. Uh, big stacks are ultimately just going to be better for baseball. You know, we're trying to build winning lineups. We are not trying to build optimal lineups. You're, you're really not going to need an optimal lineup to take down your MLB contests here. All right. Uh, next question from Stick 66 And this is our last question in the Discord. We will jump over to the YouTube chat, hit any questions there. It looks like there's only one from John Sams Jr. So if anybody has any questions, now is a great time to get it in. Uh, Stick said, hi, Andrew. I have two questions, both MLB specific. First, is there a column slash filter that shows the difference between adjusted own and SaberSim own. It would be nice to be able to post to sort post build to weigh exposures versus implied chalk slash players predicted to be under owned. Second question is there a way to view an entire team's composite average SaberSim own? Specifically, it would be nice to view a team's predictive ownership uh, versus their implied run total to pinpoint potentially under own stacks thanks okay so so these are basically questions about estimating uh stack ownership here we do not have like stack ownership projections at the moment uh the way that i basically do this is that i will just go through like probably the top five uh team run total like highest team run totals and just take like an average of like the 
an estimate basically of like what I look at when I see their hitters. So if I were to click on St. Louis, right. And uh, their highest projected owned batter is 34% and their lowest projected owned batter is 11%. I'm saying that, you know, they're going to be somewhere in the middle here, probably like 25 to 30% is like what I would say if I were looking at this, right. I'm, I'm weighing the higher batting order, batters like a little more so we see we have like two five one three six so like our top five ownerships for these players are coming from the top six batting orders and they're all above 20 percent. so somewhere from like 20 to 35 percent. so i think just saying like hey you know i think this is probably going to be like 25 to 30 percent owned as like a stack and then i'll just look at like the first couple stats here and then just make some notes that i'm keeping on like a uh google sheet or something like that uh, i think that's completely fine and uh you could you could you know go into a contest once the contest starts once the team's locked and then see how accurate that is but at, at the moment we do not have team stack ownership uh, it is on our roadmap to build out and it is something that we want to ultimately work into the app here second or maybe this was the first question uh is there a column that shows the difference between adjusted own and Saberson own. So, so there's not like a uh, leverage adjusted own column in the post build. We have our uh, leverage column, which is basically your exposure percent minus the Saberson own percent here. Um, but I, I would say that, you know, with adjusted ownership, uh, what we are doing is, I mean, you know, just, just a brief once over on what adjusted ownership is. It is, our way of trying to describe how variant a player is and then make an adjustment to their ownership to combat that here. So if we were to pull up Alec Burleson here, looks like a great example, right? So projected ownership, 34%, adjusted ownership, 49%. What we are saying is that, you know, when you pull up his range of outcomes, his two highest range of outcomes are zero to five points here. And for about 47%, of his outcomes so we're saying about half the time he's going to get less than five points but it is this big tail event where he gets you know one home run two home runs maybe and scores a lot of points that boosts his mean so high so what we're saying is like hey you know his mean might be really good he might grade out well on a point per dollar basis with having such a low salary but you know it he is not a lock to 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 get to this projection right he is not uh, normally distributed. He is not like some backup point guard, like uh, Tyus Jones and John Morant is sitting and he's now, you know, really cheap and uh, gets boosted into all of these extra minutes that he wasn't projected for when the salaries came out. Uh, so we, we should not be jamming him in. So by inflating this ownership, uh, what is happening is that when Sabre score 2.0 goes to grade the lineups with him in it, they, um, you know, when in our in our saber score formula we are weighting uh ownership like negatively here so we're like uh taxing high owned lineups so by boosting his ownership we're saying like hey you know this guy's like really really owned you know let's be a little more careful with how many lineups he gets into that is our way of saying like hey this player's range of outcomes is very wide let's be careful that we're not jamming him into all of our lineups so when that adjusted ownership is much higher than the projected ownership, that is what we are doing. That is the reason for that, right? But there, there isn't a way to do that. I think one, one way you could do that 
is if you down, were to download the projections here, uh, you will have these two columns in the download file. You can just add a column if you're on the pro plan. What you can do is you can add a column and then name it, you know, leverage ownership. And then when you come into the upload, uh, you could upload it as custom data. So when you uh, re-upload this CSV here, you could come in, you know, you say add custom column, and then you could just name this column. And then you could say um, ownership leverage. And then you would just like know what that is. And then uh, you would save that. And then now that would be a new column here on your home screen. So I can, I can show you guys how to do that really quickly. Shouldn't be too hard. Uh, let me just pull up my entire screen here. Okay, so I'm just going to hit download. I'm going to download uh, the CSV with all of the data that you see here on the home screen. That'll look like this. And then what I'm going to do is I'm going to insert a column here. And then I'm just going to say um, ownership leverage. And then I will say uh, equals own minus adjusted own. And then I'll just take that all the way to the bottom. Let's make this two decimal points. Uh, let's just make it a number. And that, that is how you would do it, right? So then now you have um, owner, saver some ownership minus adjusted own. And then you can just save this, right? And then uh, re-upload it to SaberSim. And then now it'll be a custom column that uh, will show up in your home screen. You could see it in the post build. You could use it in any type of um, custom metrics or lineup filters or anything along those lines. You'll be able to now use it as like a filter and um, it'll it'll pop up on the screen. So that is, that is how I would do it. Uh, very something very similar to that process. All right. Gonna keep it rolling here. Uh, question from John Sams Jr. in the YouTube chat said, what is the best way to read a player's stats? Like for instance, if it is projected for that player to get a hit. Um, okay, so if we're looking at like detailed stats here, so let's just go over to batters here. So if you were to scroll over, uh, if you're on the pro plan, you should be able to see these. Um, what, what we are saying is that, you know, in our sims across all of our sims these are basically that the rates that these players achieve um this output in every game so what we're saying is that on average shohei otani will hit um zero points uh he will get a single about 70 percent of the time um on average here so so <laughs> you're this is a, this is actually a good question so what we're saying is that, you know, these, these are like their rates kind of, I guess, in the same, I think stolen bases is probably like the easiest to understand or even home run rate. So what we're saying is that in a game sim, Shohei Otani will steal a base 1% of the time, or actually 0.1. Um, I actually don't know if these are percentages or uh, actual stats. I do not think they are percentages here. Because sometimes with the lineup rules, you just have to be like a little careful when doing some of these stat requirement rules. Um, sometimes it is like a 
percentage and then sometimes it is not. So let's say that we are using home runs here, right? So the rule that we always use as an example is this one here. So we're saying if at least one player has a home run rate less than 0.12, then use at least two players on the same team. So then what we're saying is like, hey, you know, if this player um, has a very low home run expectation here, then make sure that that player is used in a stack. But I'm pretty sure that this is just a uh, decimal form. So it'd be like 12% uh, and a chance of a 12% chance of hitting a home run in a, in a game is basically what, what we're saying here. So like if we were to sort by home runs, uh, Otani's going to have the best chance of hitting a home run followed by Mike Trout, followed by Pete Alonzo. So like some of these uh, big name hitters, and then, you know, you're going to see guys on St. Louis who are playing in Colorado. Um, so I, I would say that, you know, these are the decimal forms of a percent here. I just don't want to say anything that is like incorrect. So I'll just like double check with the team that that is the way you should be reading it. All right. Samuel Campana said, follow up, same question, but what about team stacks? Do I need to set up per se? I was, I want Braves to be my main and have Cardinals as secondary. How do I set that up either by min or either by max? Okay. So what you're saying is like, Hey, you know, I want to play mostly Braves uh, main stacks with St. Louis secondary stacks, right? So what I would do is I would probably handle that in the team stacks here. If you go down, you could adjust the number of players that you're using per stack. So like, let's say that, um, where are my Braves at? Atlanta. So like, okay, hey, I want to play at least four players from the Braves. And then I want to play at least two players or let's say no more than three from St. Louis here. So like I want Braves four stacks and then I want St. Louis three stacks. You could handle it very bluntly like this. But the other option that I would probably suggest is handling it in the post build still just under the team stacks uh, tabs. So like, let's say that, you know, I want to go to my team stacks. I want to make sure that um, Atlanta is my like most exposed here. I would go over to five stacks and then I'd make sure I'm getting to Atlanta here. So like, let's say I want to get to Atlanta and then let's say I don't want to get to as much St. Louis. That's kind of working out naturally here. So that's great. But then let's say I want St. Louis to be, you know, my most uh, exposed two stack here. So then I'm going to go bump their two stacks. And then now when you see these uh, totals where, you know, their percentages are really close, at least you know what type of stacks they are. So it's 24% five stacks for Atlanta. And then it's 15% two stacks for St. Louis. If you're interested in like, making sure that those teams are used together. What I would do is use these little pop-outs in the home screen. So this is going to allow you to um, basically control what teams are being stacked together and it allow you to limit team stack exposures or also um, force team stack exposures. So let's say that I want to play Atlanta and St. Louis um, maybe I'm building three lineups and I want at least two lineups that have this combination. I could just set my min exposure to Atlanta plus St. Louis to 50%. So then now I know that I'm going to get at least two out of my three lineups that will have a Atlanta plus St. Louis combo. And then um, if you wanted to be even more aggressive with that, what you could do is say, you know, 
adjust the minimax players here, or you could just wait till the post build because you're forcing the combination exposure. You're going to have plenty of options, and then you could handle what stack sizes for each team are being used in the post build, like we previously showed. Uh, Ryan said, lots of NBA two gamers over the next month. Yeah, no, I mean, uh, short slate NBA contest, you know, the showdowns will probably be really big uh, with some really good price pool. So if anybody has any questions about um, NBA showdown or NBA short slates, I think that, you know, there'll be plenty to talk about. They usually keep the prize pools big. I saw that, you know, for tomorrow's two gamer, like the prize pool was pretty big for the main GBP. Um, bigger than some of these late season NBA contests have been. So it should be a lot of uh, good contests to play. Samuel said, awesome. Thanks. Yep. Happy to help out there. Uh, scrolling through both the YouTube chat and the discord. It looks like we are all caught up on questions there. So thank you everybody for uh, tuning in. This is our first show of the week. We do the show Monday through Friday, 2 PM Eastern. So we will be right back tomorrow for our next show uh quick one before we get out of here samuel said is it feasible to trash lineups yes i would definitely say that you know if there are certain things that you do not want to see i think it's fine to trash lineups let's say that you know you're in your team stacks and maybe you want to take a stand that you do not want to play any of the chalkiest stack five stacks like hey i don't want to play any st louis five stacks just use a magnifying glass this will um, shrink the pool down to all of the St. Louis five stacks, which is 360 here. We can just hop over to the pool and then we can hit trash and say, you know what? I'm going to take a stand. I'm not going to play St. Louis five stacks. I'm going to play my five stacks elsewhere. And then now those 360 lineups are in the trash. And then now you're working with the rest of your pool, um, which is probably, you know, those Atlanta stacks, those smaller St. Louis stacks, et cetera. But yes, that is how I would do that as well. So if you guys are building lineups throughout the day, have questions, question pops in your head, drop it in the office hours channel, let it sit there. Um, we will get back to that question on the next show. If I can get you a quick answer before lock or something like that, I will get it over to you guys. And hopefully that'll help you, you know, take down some contests, but um, that will just give us a steady queue of questions to get rolling as this show gets kicked off. So to everybody um, tuning in, thank you guys. One question here from Kyle. Said back testing FanDuel MLB for the um, documents. I, I don't know what you're referring to. Uh, have you found anything with high RSQ to top 1% lineups in any sport that seems to translate? So, Kyle, um, I am probably the wrong person to ask this question. What I will do is I will take your question back to the team and see if anybody has any good feedback for you. So let me circle back to this one at the beginning of tomorrow's show. Um, I will make a note of it, and I will get back to you with a solid answer. So until tomorrow, everybody, take care. See ya, and I will talk to you then. Thanks. Bye.